I don't pay attention to what you're doing. Nobody really does. Are we recording? We are recording. Okay, everyone ready? Yes. No. If I say no, are we going to stop recording and <laughs> right. redo the whole thing? <laughs> All right. All right. Oh, Hello and welcome to... Uh, oh, man. Are we really going to get the restart? Yeah, no. Give me a minute. I'm going to catch up on both here. I don't have a computer screen to look at. Did okay. you really stop recording it? No, it's oh, still okay. going. It's still going. Okay, hello and welcome to episode 26 of Damage Control Podcast. Take a professionally unprofessional look at the conventions, ideas, and genres in filmmaking. I am here with... Daniel Newkirk. Tyler Tipton. Cody Dietrich. Josh Snyder. Okay, it is... Uh, it's our last podcast of Marvel Month. And I don't have a script, so I'm fucking... It's <laughs> like a lost. I, 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 am, I am lost. Okay, here we go. So it's the last, it's the last podcast of Marvel Month. Uh, Cody is the only one here that's seen Infinity War. You son of a bitch. So we have a rule that he, he starts talking, we all get to punch him. No, 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 no. That's not the rule. If I start doing spoilers. Yeah, you just said if he starts talking. Oh, anyway. So, so, before, so before, if anyone else hasn't seen Infinity War, we are going to go through the Marvel MCU. Movie by movie, we're just gonna um, we're, we're gonna, gonna watch each one tonight. We're gonna watch each one tonight. <laughs> go and uh, longest podcast ever. <laughs> yeah. So we'll we'll go with the first one, Iron Man. I'll name it off. We'll give a quick two cent synopsis, good, bad, and what the final, what the end credit scene was. Move on to the next one, phase one, two, and three. Then we'll talk quickly about what the future plans of Marvel are. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Works for me. All right. Okay, this may not be so bad. Okay, so <laughs> shut up. <Sorry>. Okay, <laughs> all right. So the MCU was kicked off May second, two thousand eight, with Iron Man. Quick two cents synopsis: Good, bad? Did we like it? It was okay. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I liked it. It was what made me love Iron Man. Okay. Yeah, I think the the Iron Monster fight could have been a little bit longer. It was a little disappointing, but overall, it also it was fine. It also kicked off the trend of, hey, all of our villains are the same as our heroes, except bad. Yeah. Yeah. Any quick synopsis? What, what quick synopsis of it? Synopsi. Man gets, uh, bomb blows up, man makes magnet to keep trap metal from piercing heart, stops being a warmonger and making weapons, decides to become a superhero. How, Daniel, how close to actual... That one actually was really close. Um, okay. They updated it a little bit, but that's pretty much what his original story was. Is that um, he, he, I think in Iron Man's original thing, it was uh, Vietnam. Yeah. Um, or uh, but they, so they moved it to like Iraq. But other than that, like it was pretty spot on. Like that's the whole point of the, the arc reactor in his chest, and um, and uh, Obadiah Stane was actually um, just as evil the jerk in the comics as he was in the in the movie okay so the final in the post credit scene is Tony Stark enters the mansion only to be greeted by Nick Fury who's who ensures him that Iron Man isn't the only superhero in the world before bringing up the Avengers initiative uh, before this is there any famous Masters of the Universe the 87 movie had a post credit scene can anyone else recall any other post credit I know, that, I know Marvel isn't the first one to do the post-credits scene, but they're the kind of ones that actually do it effectively. Can anyone else before this before this one, can anyone else recall any post-credits scenes that they remember? There's like the, the movie with uh, J. 
Jack Black and um, the one where they're filming the movie. And they have it's Jack Black and Robert Downey Jr. And that was after though. Oh, it was after. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I know there have been. Yeah. I just can't think of what it was. Yeah, because I didn't find out about that scene until I watched the DVD. Yeah. Version or then I heard like no no there's something after the credits like seriously. So, that was followed up with 2008, The Incredible Hulk. Good, bad, quick, or let's do quick synopsis, then good, bad. Good or bad. Uh, Quick synopsis, uh, not technically an origin story. Okay. Uh, More of throwing in the action and trying to do Hulk better than the crappy Hulk movie we had before. Okay. A lot of characters left in the dust and forgotten. I like that it wasn't an origin story. Like, you knew what happened. Like, I think if you didn't read the Hulk comic books or watch any other Hulk movies, I think you could piece together what happened and not be like, alright, why does this guy turn green? Why does he turn giant? Okay, so... Ruffalo, Banna, Norton. Who do we like? Banna or the Hulk? Well, they're all okay. So they're CG. I know. I know. Probably Ruffalo does a lot of mocap, but let's just. I would say probably the artists do more of the acting for the Hulk, the CG artists. So let's do Banner. Who do we like? It's Banner. Banna. Uh, no. Okay. I think yeah. Ruffalo's been pretty good, honestly, for me. I like Ruffalo. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Um, when the Norton film first came out, I had a hard time saying that anyone would be better. I would like anyone better than Norton, but I like Ruffalo better than Norton. Yeah, I was really happy with Norton, and, and then Ruffalo did his thing, and I was like, okay, well, I mean, he he did it, so I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, does anyone remember the post credit to this one? I don't. Yeah, so, I do. Uh, okay, go ahead. Uh, it starts out with uh, General. Uh, General, General, no, Ross. Ross, sorry. General Ross in a bar getting drunk because, (laughs) crap, I let the Hulk get away again. Robert Downey Jr. shows up and starts talking about the Avengers again. And he basically takes Abomination off of Ross's hands and keeps him out of being used as a weapon. Okay. Now, so the post-credits scenes are used to set up Avenger. I just spit, sorry. Sorry, Daniel. Uh, The post-credit scenes are used to set up the Avengers. At this point, second movie in, are they they just doing it to, like, take in a punt, or are they actually, like, genuinely trying to make the Avengers? I think this was the plan for the whole thing. It was always the plan, was to make a couple solo movies, and then, boom, Avengers. Yeah. Okay. What I heard, I... The Iron Man was they wasn't sure if it was going to be able to do it. So the Iron Man thing was just sort of a cheeky nod to like, oh, we could have the Avengers. And then Iron Man was so popular, they decided to continue it. I, I, th- I was under the understanding, understanding that they had kind of a plan set up if Iron Man was successful right. to do that. That's what I meant. Yeah, so they had it in there in case it was successful so they could do go through with the plan of setting up the whole Avengers situation. Yeah. Now, do you think their plan was like... Phase You're looking one. jacked, dude. That workout I've given you is working. <laughs> that was out of nowhere. I just, <laughs> I'm going for what Robert Downey Jr. in the in the cave. <laughs> in the cave in Iron Man where he's just banging the metal. 
Anyway, so go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> you scoot closer. <laughs> That's my thing. Once a once a night, I scoot either closer or farther away from somebody. <laughs> what I'm saying is, uh, not oh shit. It's all flustered now. <laughs> okay, so do you think they were the whole plan was like to end at phase one, to lead up to the Avengers and be like, okay, we made a great series, because. I mean, has anyone ever made an extended universe this... Not this big. Massive? No. I think the one you could really even argue for would be James Bond, maybe. But would you consider that an extended universe? Because it's all Bonds. Yeah, not really. Like, like I think that's the only argument you can make. But yeah, I think this is pretty unique for Cause, cinema. Because I've seen like the flow charts and everything. It's like, you have to watch this movie, this movie, this movie, and then like see... Season 1, episode 1 through 13 of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, I'll bring that question up later. Hang on. Keep that in the back of your head. Bring Sorry. It I'll just hold I it with my massive muscles script. that I got. I don't have a script, <laughs> but I had ideas I was going to write for the script. All right. Okay. I'm always prepared. I'm like Batman. I'm like a less... Less I, wealthy, I am, parents still alive. No, you're, you're like Bizarro Batman. No, no, no. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, even, I'm not even that good. I'm more like uh, when Alfred put the bat. Not, not the, not the really cool Earth One. Like, am I six, Alfred? I'm more like the Batman '66 Alfred. Uh, okay, so I'm serious. Uh, May seventh, two thousand ten, saw Iron Man two. Uh, that was not that. At, and honestly, I have not seen any of these yet. That's do you want to do the synopsis first? Or? You haven't I, seen Iron Man 2? I haven't seen any of these yet. You haven't seen Iron Man 2? I haven't seen Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, or Iron Man 2. Who the fuck are you? You were the one that, when the trailer dropped, you're like, Tyler, you gotta see this movie. There's this great line in the trailer. It's gonna be an awesome movie. What? 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 It's the line where it goes and visits Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke's like, if you can make God bleed, then people st- will stop believing you. Yeah, that is a good line. Yeah. I, I didn't see it though. Okay, so right, not, synopsis. Or who, are you cheating? Yes. Okay. Um, I'll allow it. It happens about six months after the events of the first Iron Man. Okay. Uh, Tony Stark is kind of in a tiff with the uh, U.S. government because they want him to hand over the Iron Man tech. Um, they're also. Like, like, oh, yeah, we that doesn't really ha- have any place in the movie, really. Other than that's kind of what encourages Rhodey to steal the suit to make War Machine. Did that's. Yeah, Iron Man. That's uh, important because it sets up stuff later on. Tony Stark let Rhodey take the suit. He set up a situation where it would seem like, yeah, he took the suit, but he was act- he actually just let him because at that point he thought he was going to die and he wanted somebody to, to carry on the Iron Man mantle. He just walk in. And so while all that's going on, he's also uh, battling declining health because the arc reactor was poisoning him. Um, meanwhile... Uh, Ivan Venko, Russian scientist, develops the same technology and builds weapons of his own to pursue a vendetta against the Stark family. Uh, in the process, he joins forces with Justin Hammer to do so. Okay. Pros, cons? In my opinion, the movie was not that great, but one of the best scenes has to be when he busts out the suitcase. Yeah. The suitcase suit. Yeah, I remember having a toy so of that. Horrible. The suitcase suit where it's just like it was yeah. Cody just demonstrated, it and I got a little aroused. I liked I liked Whip because Whiplash is not an actual character. There we talked about it last week. That is a character create. No, it's not. No, it's not. they yeah, combine two characters. Yeah, right, it's okay. Whiplash and Crimson Diamond. Uh, so the power set in the the villain was Whiplash, 
but the person and the personality and all that was Crimson Diamond O. I loved, I loved the weapons, the his whiplash weapons. Yeah, you see, I have kind of a dissenting opinion. I really, really enjoyed Iron Man too. I didn't like it as much. But didn't it, didn't it end the same way as Iron Man One? Instead yeah. of uh, instead of War Mo- or Iron Monger, it was just a bu- it was Mickey Rourke and a bunch of outfits. Yeah, it blew himself up. Like okay. it, yeah. like Spider Man three did. Like was in like this suit with a helmet that never had the helmet on. Okay. Post credit scene. Anyone remember? Uh, Thor's hammer. No, that was Captain America's. Captain America's was the He's Avengers right. trailer. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did like the nod to oh, yeah, Howard right. Stark being involved in Shield, and him using Cap Shield to balance the mini uh, collider to build the new. Did they ever say what kind of metal that was? Or element, I guess. It was an element. I, I can't remember. Because I thought, like, they were hinting at, like, vibranium-type stuff, but I'm just, I don't know. I'm guessing not, because they would have just said it by name. Yeah, I don't think they ever actually called the element by anything. Yeah, I don't think they called... I don't remember what... They, if, if they did, I don't remember what they called it. All right. Any other things before moving on? Nope. All right. <clears throat> that was quickly followed up. Well, not quickly. It was a year later. Uh, May 6, 2011 by Thor. This is when I started watching because I am I, I like mythology, so I wanted to see how how bastardized the actual Norse mythology was to Thor. It wasn't that bad as far as the actual mythology goes. Chris Hemsworth had blonde blonde eyebrows in that movie. Uh, oh oh crap! I ruined my own synopsis. So he goes, he takes the Warriors three right, goes and fights. The tro- winter trolls. Frost giants. Frost giants. Frost giants. Thank you. He defeats them, but breaks a truce that he didn't know about that Thor and the king he had. Knew about it. No, uh, Odin and the king of the Jotunheim. Uh, not yeah, Lofi. Lofi. No, Lofi. Lofi. Right, damn, Jesus. No, I think Lofi, and then causes tensions that way. Shit. Yeah. So Odin. Odin takes the magic out of the hammer and banishes to Earth. And he cannot pick up the hammer until he's worthy of it. Hi, uh, really crappy hijinks ensue. Um, the chick from uh, Two Broke Girls. Now chick, we, chick, oh, yeah. chick from Star Wars. And the dude from True Blood's dad is the scientist. Scar he's Jared. actually my favorite, favorite, one of my favorite character side characters from the Thor uh, movies they do. Okay. Uh, so, so anyway, so he goes to get his hammer back. First, first look at Hawkeye. Yes. Uh, they fight. They oh no, we miss Iron Man too. That's first look uh, at uh, Natalie Port at, at Black Widow. Black Widow. Oh, we right. forgot yeah, that Black completely. Red hair, red curly hair. You probably, that's why you like Iron Man so much. Iron Man two so much. I do have a thing for redheads. Okay. Um, Let's see when she like fights those guards or whatever. And she does a her karana wrestling wrestling thing. And you don't like Harry Potter? There's the red hair all throughout yeah. those movies. I haven't seen any of the Harry Potter or read any of it. Um, okay, so first look at Hawkeye, and then they fight the empty suit of armor. Uh, they destroyer. fight Destroyer. Aren't destroyer. Redheads like 14? Well, I mean, they get older as time progresses. <laughs> I'm not saying like in movie number one, you'd just be like, how do we get on Harry uh, Potter? D- it was de-aging technology. They're actually 57 years old. Huh. Yeah. 
fancy. Oh, thank you. Uh, the destroyer. Destroyer. So they fight the destroyer. They go back, and Odin goes into Odin's sleep. Basically, he's the he, he he was in Odin's sleep. Okay. Um, likes dislikes. I enjoyed it. I thought Thor was fine. Um, of the opening Avengers, he's probably the least interesting to me. So I didn't care for Thor as much as I liked, uh, say, the two Iron Man movies or the Captain America movie. Okay. It like it was. They had to do so much building for Thor. I think it just kind of got lost. They had to explain like, okay, what is Asgard? What is he? Is he actually a god, or, or is he just some from a race of super long beings who have or who are god-like? Probably would. Uh, would you guys argue that his costume is the most comic book accurate? Maybe Iron Man. Iron Man's pretty close to. I mean, Iron Man's right on money. Yeah, like Iron Man always changing. But but that's that's not an actual suit. I mean, he basically just wears flip flops and sandals, and they CGI everything over, right? Like, uh, well, he doesn't wear. Downey Jr. doesn't wear anything. There's anymore. an actual suit. I think he's really. Good. I didn't think he he. I think he wrote it out of his contract where he doesn't have to put anything on anymore. There, well, he, later know, on. Yeah, I know. Um, I don't know about a lot of the films, but I know in uh, Homecoming, he had a full suit with uh, the helmet was green screen. Okay. All right. Okay. So uh, in the suit, they I mean they CGI'd it up, but they had a little bit for Homecoming. I don't know about the earlier Iron Man films, but fair enough. But but Thor's pretty comic book accurate. Yeah, yeah. He they take some nods from Ultimate Thor for his suit, but um, for the most part, yeah, Thor's pretty spot on for costume wise, lore wise. Not so much. Midgard is more of a mystical place than advanced. They got rid of the... the Asgard is more mystical than a super advanced technology. Oh, yeah, yeah. Personality-wise, he's almost right from right. 616. And they got rid of Blake Wilson. Not Blake Wilson. Donald uh, Blake. Donald, they got rid of him. They made a nod to it, but they got rid of him. Yeah. Well, he's, Donald Blake's been out of the comics for a while now, hasn't he? That's yeah. just the name he uses while he's on Earth yeah, now? Yeah, Donald Blake's really not a thing anymore. It hasn't didn't really get much past the uh, the Silver Age. Okay. Uh, quickly, uh, anyone remember post credit scene? Uh, yes. post credit scene sets up for Avengers. It shows my favorite side character, the Professor, talking with Nick Fury, and they reveal that the Tesseract is still... It, it revealed the Tesseract's been shielded this entire time, and you see Loki and uh, Reflection. He's like, now that's something, isn't it? And setting up for Avengers. I will say I liked the Bifrost in Thor. I thought the scene where Odin cast him out was very, very good. Yes. I don't think anybody could have done it than Sir Anthony Hopkins. Okay. So, we're so this movie closes the well as far as as far as solo flicks go. This closes Phase One: Captain America: The First Avenger, July twenty second, two thousand eleven. That's that. That's tech, that's phase two. No, no, that, no that this is the last of the solo. Okay, yeah. it doesn't know how to sequence it. Avengers yeah. technically close it out, but it's the end of the solo. Yes, Captain America. So, quick synopsis. Front, front takes takes steroids. Yes, becomes superhero defeats renegade Nazis. Sleeps in ice. Okay. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Because if you're going to be an American, you're going to get superpowers, you're going to deal with drugs. Um, <laughs> I liked pros and cons. I liked Red Skull. Yes. Oh, yeah. Hugo Weaving did a fantastic job with Red Skull. Yes. I thought he was wasted, but I liked Red Skull. I, I think this was 
the best of the Phase One movies for me personally. Really, I agree. It's, it's so yeah. boring though. What? I thought Thor Two was boring. That's Phase Two. Not Eight. Thor Two. Excuse me, Iron Thor, Man Two. Uh, I apologize. Well, you can be wrong. It's fine. Ooh. Um, I, I I'm gonna use that line on you later, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was also was not a huge fan of uh, First Avenger. It was okay, but I didn't really like the "I'm a mascot" kind of trope they did with, for Captain America, like that whole singing and dancing by War Bonds thing. Is that not comic accurate? I honestly I don't know. Oh, it is. I, is it okay? I don't remember that part, but I like the again. I I love the Ultimate Universe, so I like the Ultimate Cap where he's like kicking in doors and and killing people. Okay. Um, I also was a little sad we didn't get a really good shot of the Howling Commandos. Yeah, that would have been. Awesome well, I, I I can see why they didn't like do the time skip. They're not going to put that much effort into people that they're never going to be able to use again technically. I know. I mean, they didn't have to do a whole lot with them, but I wanted to see um, a little bit more Dugan, and I really wanted Lucky Jim to be in it. Okay. Did they, anybody else? Any, any cons? Any, any, well, you just said you didn't like the Highland yeah. Commanders, so, or the lack of Highland Commanders. Mike, the cons is always when they do movies directly in the past, you always sort of know the inevitable income, like, because in the movies they have shown, Nazi, uh, the not, superpower Nazis didn't win, so you Spoiler. know... <laughs> I haven't got that far in history class yet. Yeah. <laughs> is, like, you know, like, yeah, like, this is a good movie, but you already know what, how it's going to end, there's technically. Two, there's two wrestling rips. You just don't know what steps they are going to take to end it. Okay. I liked... I liked it, and I liked like the little details that I noticed, like when he's chasing the guy that shot. Uh, can't remember the guy that created the serum. He's chasing the Nazi or Hydra agent through Brooklyn. Like he's just now all jacked, and you know he's not like every other superhero where he's just like, oh, all right, I'm super jacked to know what I'm doing. He takes off running, he's not used to running clearly, and like falls through like oh plate glass window. Oh, yeah. And then they have a hard time turning the corner, too. Yeah, like, yeah. that's where he falls. Oh, that is where he falls. Right. And, like, I liked... I liked his first outfit, where, like, he is still in, like, the mascot get-up and, like, has, like, the crappy shield. Like, not the vibranium one. Oh, they had the one that actually looks like a shield? Yeah. yeah. And he's just got, like, the leather jacket. I'm like, that would, to me, would be a World War II Captain America. Okay. Yeah, it was really well done. Yeah. yeah. And I understand what Daniel said. I liked... The little mascot war bond stuff because to me, you know, the whole point of Steve Rogers, that he, I think he says that he's like, I don't want to kill anyone or I don't like bullies no matter where they're from. It's like he's going to take the first opportunity to do something that he thinks right. So he's going to be naive and be like, all right, I'll do whatever you want me to do. And, you know, then he'll go do and punch Hitler 50 times or something. Okay. Anyone else, real quick? No, quick thing. When, yeah, I, yeah. when I said this was my favorite of the Phase 1 movies, I meant favorite of the Phase 1 solo movies just for qualification. Fair enough. All right. Fair enough. Okay. So before we get to... Oh, the post-credit was a preview for the Avengers. Okay, before we get to the Avengers, is there is there any... If you get, if you had to handpick gun to head, gun to balls, is there a movie you can... Is there... If you just had to be like... Someone comes up to you and be like, look, damage control. I don't have time to watch all these Phase 1 movies. But I haven't. I'm going to see Infinity War. I don't have time to watch anything. Can I? Can I pick? 
pick one or two movies. The Avengers, obviously, being Phase One, you have to see the Avengers. What's What's one or two movies from Phase One that you, you can you can phase out? Is there is there they can any, not watch? Yeah, is there any movies in Phase One you can be like, yeah, go the ahead Hulk. and skip that? Yeah, uh, Hulk. Hulk, Iron Man Two. Hulk, okay. Iron Man Two. As much as as much as I enjoyed Iron Man Two, it's not as important for the continuity. Okay, yeah. so Hulk, Iron Man Two, and then everything else is kind of essential. Um. Honestly, Thor's not really essential. Yeah. Like, can, you, can you kind of pick? Oh, it, oh sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, it's all right. I don't like being in this Adam Daniel sandwich thing that's going on here. I disagree on the Thor because you need at least have at least half it to know who the hell Loki and Thor is to know why Loki's the antagonist in Avengers. Well, I mean, they kind of set that up in Avengers. I mean, it's it's like yeah, a, they do, but it's a just... throwaway line where he's just like, "Oh, he's my brother," and then he's like, "Well, he's murdered a bunch of people. He's adopted." I mean. <laughs> it's it's just stuff like that. I mean, I'm not disagreeing. Right, with you. right. I'm just saying, like, you know, if someone's got a gun to my nuts, I'm gonna be like, yeah, get rid of Thor. Okay, right. so Incredible Hulk, Iron Man two, Thor, unless you have time. Right, yeah. Okay. I mean, you could leave Thor out, really. I mean, all the other stuff has some pretty important continuity stuff. Like Iron Man, just to start it all off. Uh, Captain America, because it introduces us to our first. Infinity Stone. I think that's the most important one. If you're going to watch any of them, that's the most important one to watch because of the Tesseract. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so leading to that comes the end of Phase 1, the Avengers. Yes. Quick recap. Synop- or, uh, synopsis, I mean. They all fight. Coulson dies. They all come back together. The Devo. Okay. So without... Chari die, Phantom Menace die. So let's say... So... Shawarma. Shawarma. So the Chitari, are they made up because they couldn't they couldn't afford the scrolls or something? Uh, no, they that's uh, the alien. That the Chitari are what the scrolls were in Ultimate Universe. So they. Uh, so they were a real thing. They were uh, the the Ultimate Universe scrolls for a long time, and then uh, real recently, actually in the last uh, five six years, the Chitari came out in six one six as another alien race. Okay. And for anyone who doesn't know, is six one six our universe, the one we're li- currently living in, or no? No, six. Well, six one six is the primary Marvel universe. Okay, that's not the one we're currently living in. No, because we don't have superheroes in our universe. Well, I, I thought, that we know of. That we know of. Yeah, you guys don't know what I do at three a.m. Um, I know what you do at three a.m. <laughs> same thing I do at three a.m. Adam. Depends on depends Daniel. if I have an internet connection or not. Uh, but I thought I thought suppo- Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday. Yes. Oh. Okay. Yeah. They, they, yeah. Okay. Okay. Tuesday, Thursday is fine. <laughs> okay. Like, Those are my preferred days. Likes, dislikes. Uh, I loved it. Uh, I think Avengers is one of the perfect Marvel films. I have very few critiques on it. Okay. I think I, I'm the same. I think it was the, obviously the best film of the first phase, and it's for me. I think top three so far. Of all the ones they've made, maybe top four. Yes, t- uh, top three at least for me. Yeah. Uh, Introduce, make the team, kick serious ass. Hey, hey, this is a family show. You just said the F word a couple. T- uh, you led with the yeah. F word. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Damage Control Podcasting. Fuck. 
<laughs> I got nervous. Okay, I got stage fright. <laughs> when I get nervous, the F word comes out. When I get nervous, I fuck up. Okay? <laughs> Heroic sacrifices, sort of. Uh, the whole him taking the nuke through the portal and him as willing, Iron Man. Him as Iron Man. Yeah. Willing to sacrifice or himself. Or her. It's 2018, though. It, okay, just, the Iron Man just, in the movie was just, a him. Don't start this. Okay, sorry. The whole willing to sacrifice Dang himself in that moment, like, oh no, is he going to die? And then, and then the <laughs> epic save. He's bigger than me. That's different. Yeah. Um, uh, I went into I went into it um, knowing that there was going to be humor and stuff. So I didn't. I I kind of just the the one thing that I didn't like, and I don't really like. I wouldn't even really like it if Batman did it. I just don't like it. Is when we all know Hawkeye is a is a badass archer, right? Yes. I don't like him shooting and then he does this and hits the guy. I don't. Yeah, I, don't so, I don't like that. It, it, if you think about it, he's in a city surrounded by tall skyscrapers. He's a master archer. You're telling me that you can't make like the intuitive leap that. He's watching behind him, like in a building. Yeah, reali- reali- uh, realistically, that's probably what he was doing. But it was just a Josh, Joss Whedon, like little smirk, like this guy's so cool. That, I, that uh, wasn't a Joss Whedon thing. That was just a Hawkeye thing. That's just how Hawkeye. I don't. Works. I don't like. Oh that. yeah, Hawkeye does. Yeah. Yeah, like, you, you, you can put a, you put a lot of things on Joss Whedon that have nothing to do with I Joss like, Whedon I hate whatsoever. That guy too. So good. <laughs> um, I went into it. Are you gonna call it? Everybody off? No, I didn't cut anyone off. Who did I cut off? Me. Him. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. You did your. Uh... I remember I went and saw it. It was I was spo- supposed to be getting ready for finals, and I knew what was going to happen. My only problem was I kind of had the whole that this is what's going to happen is they're going to introduce all the Avengers together. They're going to fight. Something's going to happen to rally them together. But looking back at it now, I think you can't really have a superhero team up any without other something way. to pull yeah. them together like, you, put, you have all those you put all these people together no one's gonna be like all right let's get along and save the world but i had to say my favorite part is when you got and why i like uh mark ruffalo's banner is when he's like i put a gun in my mouth and the other guy spat out the bullet because whenever I thought about the Hulk anyway, it was just like, all right, I'm the Hulk, and it sucks, but, you know, you just deal with it. To me, Mark Ruffalo's banner when he said that line was just like, okay, well, I don't like being the Hulk, and I've tried to kill myself. Oh, I thought I mean, it was... It puts I a whole was, new, like, aspect yeah, to it. And like, like, you it just think of... really, yeah. You think of superheroes who are like, I'm Captain America, I'm Iron Man, you know, we have all these badass things, and then you got uh, Banner, and he's just like, I hate my life most of the time. I thought it was yeah. Norton that spit it out, not the Hulk. No, but that, he's the one that... <sighs> okay. As opposed to you swallowing all the time. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> mid, mid-credit mid scene. Does anyone remember what the mid-credit scene is? Thanos? No. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, to, the, to the person he bailed. Yes. Yeah. Talk, uh, Loki talking to Thanos. Uh, I, I can remember the line where to, to fight them is flirting with death. Turn. Yeah. Smile. Yeah, because he turns his head. Uh, does anyone, you guys have already mentioned it, but what's the post-credit? Shawarma. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that we enter phase two. 
How many tabs do you have open on your phone? You are horribly unprepared. I I think we need to elect a new leader. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Do this Black Panther. So, (laughs) phase... Trial by combat? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, uh... Wait, so that means I'm currently Black Panther? That's badass. No. Um... So you're, phase two, you're like the only one available. You're like the black sheep. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, so phase two kicks off May third, two thousand thirteen, with Iron Man three. This Hell was, yeah! This was the very first uh, MCU movie I watched. The very first. I'm torn on Iron Man. I 3. like Shane Black. I had no interest in any of the MCU. I don't really like Marvel besides Punisher. So this is the first one I watched. I thought it was basically uh, Dark Knight Rises with Iron Man. Close. I like the intro, or the intro. I like the beginning of the movie. Uh, the middle was slogged a lot. Yeah. The crap with the kid. Uh, oh, I keep breaking my own rule. So Iron Man uh, calls out the Mandarin, says, "Come and bomb my house." Doesn't he calls him out? Isn't prepared for it. The guy comes and bombs his house. Uh, Pepper almost dies. He almost dies. Uh, he goes. He's suffering post-traumatic stress from the Avenger from the event. Um, how does he end up in the Midwest? Uh, he ends up in the Midwest because his suit goes into protection mode, oh, oh, yeah. gets him far away from the thing because he passes out in flip midair, and his suit's just doing what it's doing. Just get me away from here. And I guess he, he I think he circled the globe a couple times, if no, I remember right, because they were tracking. Because people start blowing up from the extremists. And there was, like, he had a radiation signature all throughout the country, and the one that he was researching was in the Midwest. And so that was the last thing the suit Jarvis newer. had researched. So Jarvis took him there. Right, right. So, but, so anyway, so he goes, uh, Pepper's in danger, or gets captured. So he goes, finds out the Mandarin is uh, a mank. Him. He's a mank, uh, an actor. Uh, fights Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce turns into some sort of lava demon guy, and then defeat Pepper defeats him, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's a firework display as he explodes all the the suits. Yeah, he's, he's like, I I quit. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Okay. Likes, dislikes, pros, cons. Hated it. Really? I thought I, it was the best one. I hated it. I think this is the worst of the Marvel movies by far and large. I'm in between. I'm in between two. Like I, like I, story wise, I hate it. All the suits showing how he's prepared for everything. I loved all that. Him having forty suits, I loved that. Uh, the Mandarin, I was really pissed about because Mandarin is like he, he, in some aspects, he is Tony Stark's. Uh, he is to Tony Stark what uh, Joker is to Batman. Lex Luthor is to Superman, okay. and they could have done so much with that, and it just turns out to be. But at that point, they hadn't introduced magic, right? At, Thor, but it was like science, right? And I can see what they mean. They want—I don't know if they wanted to cross that line or not. Do you think if Doctor Strange came out first, that they they would have done an, an actual Mandarin? I think it's certainly possible. Um, I think that if you try to do real Mandarin and the extremists at the same time, like you just can't get that going for you. Without well, here's—will we ever see Fing Fang Foom? I can only. I want to see Fing Fang Foom so much, but we won't. So here's the thing about that Iron Man movie. The the main reason a lot of people hated it was because of the Mandarin twist. That was one of my reasons. I've got a lot more. Okay. But 
the thing to think about is, one, not all these, if that's your main reason for hating it, one, not all of these things are going to be straight out of the books. They're going to have to change some things. Um, the Mandarin Twist was dope because you didn't see it coming. If you knew what was going on with the books, you're more likely to key in on Mandarin, so you didn't see it coming. And um, the guy who played the Mandarin was fantastic. Catch. Once he flipped that switch into actor mode. Also, he, he ends up surviving, if I remember correctly, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it depends on whether you want to count that scene on the DVD as canon or not. I Would think all, they said it is All canon. Hail King? All Hail the King? I think so, yeah, because he ends up getting killed in prison by the real Mandarin. Well, no. Yeah. I don't think they ever said that he's dead or not. Okay, maybe they didn't. Yeah, but so they, the, they did allude to that there was a real Mandarin. So setting that up for there being a real Mandarin, so like the Mandarin doesn't get blown, he's still available for later on if they want to do it. And th- that performance was great. The twist was out of nowhere. People didn't see it coming. Overall, I think that was the best of the Iron Man movies altogether. I think it was really well done. So you, like, like the story wasn't fantastic, but none of the Iron Man stories were, in my opinion. Like the first one, like the beginning part was good, but the last half sucked balls for me. The second one I hated all the way through, except for the scenes in the Senate committee. That was awesome. I thought that was funny. Um, but the third one, I thought, was well done throughout comparatively to the other Iron Man movies. Yeah, I feel... I, I, I do not agree with that opinion. Um, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, I, I Fight! Think- <laughs> if we all agreed on stuff, this wouldn't be an enjoyable podcast. You, well, of course you, not. you hate it the most out of everyone. I, I do. Is I, there is there anything you can pull out of it that you liked? Um, the House Party Protocol stuff was pretty cool. Right. Um, I did like seeing the different Iron Man suits. That so I like that. Um, and then I did enjoy the fight with uh, Killian at the end, with uh, with Rescue and Iron Man and versus Killian. I thought that I really did enjoy that. What about the plane rescue? I don't remember that well enough. What, um, didn't he only have... He only had the two hands, right? And he had to magnetize everybody? Yeah. He, or he... No, he wasn't even there. No, that, yeah, that, that was, was the biggest... The, that was a twist at the end. Uh, okay. Because he catches everybody, and he sets them in the water, and then he's flying over a bridge, and then his suit gets hit by a bus, and then he's on a boat with... I think it's Rhodey. And he's just like, well, there goes that one. See, I really... I don't like humor but i think robert downey jr does humor pretty well when he's when he's not tr- I, when he's not trying to be funny i think he's hilarious. like when he's what was he on like a uh, mattress and he's being shocked and the suits the parts are coming to him one by yeah. one and he's like oh you're gonna get it now and it's just like it's not coming yeah and he's like this no wait a minute like, i think he does that kind of humor like to me that was funny that was funny so, so you liked you like the Tony Stark man without a suit going in? I, I like going because, the, 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 like, the thing about it is the, the the character development, like with the kid with him dealing with the PTSD from the incident, yeah. all that kind of stuff. All that stuff was fantastic for me. Just like being able to see him like bond with this kid and pull himself out of that, and then come out back on the other side a better person for it. Honestly, in my opinion, or a stronger person for it. Excuse me. I thought the whole thing was great, as far as that goes too. Right. Anyone else, real quick, before I look up the post the post credit sequence? Post credit sequence is uh, isn't that him 
removing the arc reactor from his chest and throwing it into the water? No. And being like, I quit? That's right before the... Is it during the movie? It's, it's right before... That's the very last scene. Is they remove the arc reactor, and it goes to like the remains of his house. I, I think maybe the post-credit scene is him talking to Banner, isn't it? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Him talking to Banner like so that's what I've been doing. And Brandon wakes up and is like, I- "I'm sorry. I, w- I like I fell asleep. Like I'm not that kind when of like when you was talking like, <laughs> and then he starts over. That's right. Yeah, yeah. All right. So the second second movie in Phase Two is Thor: Dark World, November eighth, two thousand thirteen. Quick synopsis before we get in, because I know most of us do not like this. It movie. only existed because it had the Reality Stone in it. So basically, two broke girls and Queen Amidala find some sort of weird. Uh, <laughs> they they find that 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 structure that that like weird physics is happening. Right. Uh, Thor comes, and answers the question, uh, why was Natalie Portman involved in the Avengers? Uh, she's upset. Uh, they go. She gets sucked into finds the whetstone. She finds the aether. Yeah, the redstone. Well, she, it, it's not referred to as reality stone. It's called uh, yeah, the aether or uh, antimatter. Okay, so she pull, she she sees Asgard. Uh, the the Harlequin elf attacks. They have Loki and Thor go to the elf's world. Uh, Thor's mom is killed. Yes. Am I even? Am I close to any of this? You're you're right okay. about it, some yeah. of it's not in the right order, but oh, okay. it it's all in there. Okay. Yeah. They're Cat- Malekith is the big bad. Yeah. And there and there's something going. There's something just like going in between. Basically, uh, Malekith's trying to destroy all nine realms, and he can only do it now because all nine realms have aligned. But what, what's gonna, the structure that's going? Isn't there like a structure going between realms, destroying everything it touches? That's that's what I mean. It's the alignment like of the merging realm. together. Oh, right. Like it, so. it's like the solar system, like all the planets have aligned, and then basically they're just all the realms aligned, and then he can basically do them all at once, kill uh, destroy all realms at once with the and he can only do it during this time because they're all there, instead of just doing them individually. In the comics, how much of a of a bad guy is Malekith? Because I feel like he was completely wasted. He's a pretty major villain for Thor, um, leader of the Dark Elves. Um, he possesses the uh, Cask of Winters, um, which is a pretty major artifact in the... That was a throwaway artifact in the first Thor movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I know that the Doctor Who, Eccleston, he did not... He's one of the few Marvel actors who dislike the experience. Most actors in... in in the Marvel bit in the Disney machine liked it he hated it he seems like he doesn't really like a whole lot of anything that he does he yeah, he, he didn't he didn't like Doctor Who didn't like that sure he didn't like G.I. Joe any okay real quick uh, good bad pros cons of the movie this was this was for me the worst movie in the entire MCU I think, I think it was a straight up dumpster fire okay. I haven't even yeah. seen all of it I liked it okay it wasn't great it's definitely a very very weak movie um i liked it more than iron man 3 it set up loki as set up loki it uh shows character development i guess thor being less of a dick he's like now i know what my true purpose is 
and I guess it brought Natalie Portman to be relevant again. To, to me, it really made Loki an interesting character. Yes. He, they did make him just the villain. They really flushed out the, the dynamic between Thor and Loki, which I enjoyed. And it, to me, what was really special about that movie was it was a solo film, but it kept referencing, like, all of the other stuff going on, especially with, like, Loki, like, turning into Captain America and Iron Man. Right. During yeah, that the, one scene. The only good part about that movie that was even remotely enjoyable for me was Loki. Everything else I could have done without. You could have just given me a 15 or 20 minute short clip video thing of Loki doing funny stuff and I would have been in for it. Like, I forgot to mention, Phase 2 also started the Star Wars reference where a character in the, every movie a character loses an arm. Guy Pierce loses it in Iron Man 3. Loki pretends to cut off Thor's arm and Thor, Dark Thor. Okay? So, remind me and I'll mention them in all the other ones. Okay. Uh, Anything else real quick? I thought it was really cool. He summoned the hammer. The hammer came flying. He just kind of like nonchalantly grabbed it. Uh, Anything else real quick? Uh, Post-credit scenes? Uh, Getting that. Yes, yes, sir. Um, Uh, Post-credit scene for this one. Wasn't that the reveal that Loki was Odin? No. No. Uh, I remember both of them. Go ahead. I'll shut up. Okay. First one was the monster from Jotunheim running through the deserted uh, part of town, knocking over stuff like, oh, crap, they forgot about that thing. <laughs> That's right. And the second one is uh, them bringing the stone to the Collector, right? Right. Okay. It, inter- it was introducing the Guardians of the Galaxies to the franchise. Okay. Which the next flick is Captain America Winter Soldier, April 4th, 2014. We go from the worst to the best. I, yeah, I like that one a lot. I agree. Quick synopsis. Hydra. Is Hydra. Yes. That's, yeah, that's pretty much the yeah. entire movie. Okay, pros, cons. Shield's been infiltrated. Yeah, it's on. Pros, it's not the typical superhero beat-em-up. It's more of a political thriller. Uh, than, than that um, they're doing something a little different with this film which I loved um, the entire thing was fantastic it was it's the for me the best film in the whole thing so far I the wish they would have left this out of the trailer because I think it would have been cooler to see the first time in the movie is when Cap throws his shield and then Bucky turns around and catches it yes I think it would have been better if it wasn't in the trailer and you didn't know it was coming like, oh, that guy's just going to get hit in the back of the head. And like, oh, my God. I mean, you know that, like, he's someone that can clearly go toe-to-toe with people. Right. But to me, like, you wouldn't have expected him to just turn around and grab it with his freaking badass metal arm. Yes. Yeah. I thought it was a really good movie. Much better introduction to secondary characters, I believe. About the way they introduced Falcon into the universe was so much better than just the throwaway oh Barton's there and Thor uh, Na- uh, Natasha Romanoff uh, is there and Iron Man 2 she had I, a I, little I, bit I like the way she came in in Iron Man 2 though to be honest like, like, yeah, playing like, the assistant type thing that was fine you know, like, yeah, she, she, well hers was better than Barton it, it wasn't just like oh they was in that movie so they're, we know they're in the universe Right. Falcon had a significant role in it okay yeah, yeah absolutely I agree with that um, I, well, I won't say Winter Soldier was my favorite. It was the best of all of them for me. Um, I did really enjoy it. I do have a lot of high praise. Um, I do think that they they really missed an opportunity 
um, and that's when the helicarrier, uh, the helicarrier is coming. Um, uh, Nick Fury says, oh, I got this from, from help with some of my friends, and that would have been a perfect opportunity for them to actually reference the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. cast, and I feel like they kind of dropped the ball there, okay. um, because I'm sure that's who they were referencing, but you don't see Coulson, you don't see Sky, you don't see Fitz or Simmons, like, it would have been a what? really good thing to do a real quick shot and see them piloting the helicarrier. Don't most of the heroes at that point think that Coulson's still dead? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Because, like, if, if he's like, hey, by the way, and then Coulson pops up, that'd be a really cool moment when Cap's like, Coulson. Like, yeah, and he has that moment. Yeah, that'd be really sweet. You don't even need to, like, have them have a role. You don't even need to have that happen. Just a quick shot of the helm of the helicarrier, and there's Coulson and the crew. And then you don't have to say anything. They just went with a really cool non. They missed that opportunity, I feel like. Okay. Uh, you guys are missing the cool introduction of a really cool villain. Uh, the Leaper was in this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Batch Rock. Rock. Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys... Uh, I actually really like that opening yeah. sequence. I, I like that he wasn't just an offensive stereotype in in the movie. Because like, I, I think in the comics, he's like overly French. Yeah, he is incredibly French. What was, what was it? I also... I don't remember lying, but I remember laughing. Right before they, right before they, that sequence, uh, the guy that becomes uh, Crossbones, he's, you know, he opens up the bay door, and Captain America just jumps down, and something like, did he just jump out of a plane or something? And and someone says something about not having a parachute. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know, fuck, I don't remember. Never mind. It was funny to me. Yeah, though. you ruined that one. Yeah, no, nailed it. Yeah, I know what Thank sequence you. you're talking about because that's actually a sequence from uh, Ultimate Universe. Oh, okay. That, that exchange is almost panel, like perfect for perfect phrasing from when uh, Cap jumps out during the final assault. Okay, well, bring that struggle. bring that up. He's not immortal, right? I mean, he can still like if you if you somehow I don't know how you I mean he if you just dropped a plane on him. The set a plane. He can't bench press that plane up, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. So you set a plane on him, and you just you just take one of those guns, one of those guns that's got the the, the bullets that come out the side, you know. And you got, and you just shoot him in the face. That's going to kill him, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. How does it? He can jump out of an airplane. So I don't remember how he does it in in Winter Soldier, but in a lot of the comics, he lands a shield first because the shield absorbs the vibrations and okay. dissipates them. Right. He's also landing in water. I mean... Dude, do you... What? He's Captain America. All right. If it works for Batman, it can work for Captain America. Batman's different. It's Batman. Um... Uh, okay, uh, post-credit... Or, uh... Mid-credit scene in that? Uh... Twins. Is it the twins? Yep. Okay. Twins, and then Bucky at the... Uh, at the museum trying to figure out who the hell he is. I thought one of them was Bucky pulling himself out of the, the lake. No, Bucky, I think, Bucky pulls Cap out of the lake. Okay. And then, like, and the kid's like, isn't that you? He's like, I don't know. I think he said, like, I don't know, or it just a silent thing. Yep. The 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 um, twins is mid-credit. The other one that you talked that's post-credit. Right. To show that he's actually still alive. Okay. So... Uh, next movie, Guardians of the Galaxy, October, August 1st, 2014. Quick synopsis. Uh, ragtag bunch of heroes save the universe. Okay. Pro, d- likes, dislikes? Loved it. I, I love Guardians. It's really up there with some of my favorite 
Marvel movies. I thought it was really good too. It was one of the better ones for me. Um, it was a little more lighthearted and after the political thriller of, of Winter Soldier. I think that's kind of where you needed to go anyway. Um, it might have been a little too comical at points, but overall I think it was one of the better films in the franchise. Yeah, that's for my word. I gotta go. What happened? I gotta take my son to the doctor. Okay. Okay, all right, Tyler's exiting. Okay, um, is is this the the cast that we saw? Is this the lineup that we saw? Is this the lineup in the cartoon? Um, in the comic? In the, in the co- yes, thank you. Is the lineup from the movie? Is that is that the Guardians lineup from the comic? It is one of the lineups. It is, yeah, it is one of the more recent lineups. Um, well, when that movie came out, it was one of the more recent lineups. Okay. Um, none of those characters were in the original lineup, and I think of the current lineup, only a couple of them are part of it now. Now, the original, the originals have made it onto the movie, because uh, what's-his-face, the dude with the mohawk, he, he, was, he was one of the originals. Yes. And so that, and I am skipping ahead, but Guardians 2 had the original lineup, right? That's where the bunch of the Ravagers were supposed to be, were... Like Sylvester Stallone, mm-hmm. Sylvester Stallone, uh, Matrix. No, I'm a thing. Was Sylvester? Was he Nova? No, I think he was supposed was he? to be Charlie Twenty Seven, right? No, something Hawk. Yeah, he was uh, Starhawk, I think. Okay. Uh, quick side note on this: the guy who created Rocket Raccoon in the comics, he he suffered some really bad, debilitating disease, to where it's it's I I don't think it's Alzheimer's, but it's something really something that really turned his brain to mush and he does, he's not doing really well and I guess the comic industry didn't treat him very well but he was, he created the character and when this movie came out they 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 had a personal private screening for him because he's in he can't take care of himself so he's in a medical facility and uh, in the interview of it I guess he watched it and he just came to life and he started he started crying in a good way he was excited to see his character on the big screen that's awesome so. that's really cool yeah yeah uh anything else real quick uh, great soundtrack the soundtrack's yes. fantastic oh yeah, yeah. absolutely it's great something they had didn't, haven't done with any of the other Marvel movies I think that's one of the biggest things why it was so successful it has so many good songs in it yeah. the soundtrack was a huge part of the movie yeah. I, I, yeah yeah I mean I remember like that was one thing I raved about when the trailers first came out I was like oh my god the soundtrack to this trailer is incredible once again, uh, a really strong bad guy just thrown away, basically, right? I wouldn't say that uh, Ronan was, like, the super big bad. He is up there, but he's not, like, in cosmic thing. He's kind of on the low-tier scale. Okay. Do we remember what the post credit scene is? Uh, Howard the Duck. Yeah. If he doesn't show up again, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, also, I guess... Groot dancing to "I Want You Back." Yes, mm-hmm. Howard the Duck. Um, I think that's it for that one. Yes. Now, they, oh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. And then the exact opposite. They didn't do any stuff that would tie them together to the Marvel universe in stone because they wasn't sure if it was going to be successful or not. Right. That it, since it was so different because of the space thing, they right. weren't sure. Yeah. So the next. This the next movie is Avengers: Age of Ultron. It's not the end of Phase Two. Uh, the following the the following film, Ant Man, is the end of Phase Two. But so of those movies, once again, this guy c- comes to us and be like, "I'm seeing Infinity War. I'm done with Phase One. 
is there any movies I can bypass to get to get through phase two? Um, if you're just talking from a continuity perspective, sadly, it's Winter Soldier. The the things from Winter Soldier have little repercussions moving you, forward to the rest of the Marvel universe. Civil no, War, that's absolutely incorrect. Civil War. Well, yeah, I mean, Civil War. I mean, you know a little bit of what happened with that for Civil War, but like, none of the stones appear in. But it, it introduces a character that's. Uh, it introduces Bucky Barnes. Introduces Bucky. And well, not uh, the Winter Soldier. It didn't introduce Bucky. It introduces the Winter well, Soldier. Right, but it introduces Bucky and introduces it introduces Falcon. But those two characters, you don't need to have big, heavy backgrounds for them. Okay. Like you can, like you lose a little bit for Civil War. But you don't. I don't think you're going to lose anything for Infinity War, other than okay. You, this you is... lose a lot for Civil War because why would Cap go against these people he's been working with to save this guy that you don't know much of the backstory about? Right. We're not talking about Civil War. We're talking about going into Infinity War. Well, we're talking. Well, he wants. I to have to disagree. Well, 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 you need it to to build up to get to Civil War, so you explain what happened there. Because if you're if you're the, the, if you're at, looking at it as far as like, can I what movies can I skip to build up to? the rest of this thing to lead up to Infinity War Civil War is a huge part of that too so you have to like build into it with Winter Soldier because you miss so much and why is Cap going to go against you know what I mean like well and again I would say that Civil War is probably on your to skip list if you're trying to follow Infinity War because that whole conflict isn't going to be it super important it Black Panther huh? it introduces Black Panther and sure. Spider-Man yeah and yeah. Homecoming and Black Panther both do a fine job introducing those characters on their own on their own right, but you can't cut out Thor: Dark World because it has the Reality Stone. Okay. You can't cut out Guardians because it has the Power Stone. Okay. Uh, what are the and other? it gives you more can, information you can about cut Iron Thanos. Man Three for sure. You can definitely cut Iron Man Three because honestly, they've retconned most of that movie out anyway. So. So. You can just cut Iron Man Three. So. Retconned as far as what? Um, so Pepper is never seen with the extremist virus again. They never even reference Pepper with the extremist virus. They don't even. Other than one small thing, they don't really reference Pepper much at all. Exactly. They yeah. cut Pepper out of the movie entirely. And well, then I'm, I'm judging Iron your Man, reactions to see. Every Iron time Man we say something, quit. I judge your reactions. Um, Iron Man just quits. and He they, doesn't really quit. Yeah, they never reference that again. Like They didn't even show Tony coming back into that being the role of Iron Man. And then Tony rips the reactor out of his chest and throws it away because he doesn't need it anymore. And... That was the whole thing powering the suit, and he can still use the suit. So, like, they've pretty much taken those three major plot points, which are huge plot points of Iron Man three, and thrown them away because people didn't like them. Okay, okay. So Steve, Steve came to us. He went through phase one. He did the. He skipped the movies. We told him to go through phase one. He comes to us like, okay, guys, phase two. What do I need to see? We give him Thor: Dark World, Guardians, and then of course Avengers. I, I still think Winter Soldier is an important piece for. So, event, so that's me personally. Basically, yeah, I think Thor, Dark World, Guardians, if you got time, Winter Soldier. Yeah, I th- and, and to be perfectly honest, um, like Winter Soldier I loved. Civil War is in my top three of favorite comic book arcs and the movie arcs. But yeah, they have very little repercussions for what I expect from Infinity War. I, so they're both on my to-cut list if you don't have time to watch them. Okay. But they're fantastic films on their own. And it will, and it it does add though. It, well, yeah, it, it does add to Infinity War because you don't see those, you you don't see Civil War, and you don't see Winter Soldier. You don't know why the hell Iron Man and Captain are together in Infinity War, and why they like that. 
Okay. That's fair. I mean, I haven't seen Infinity War, so I don't know how important Civil War is going to be. I just anticipate it would not be as important as knowing the powers and the presence of where the stones are at. Alright. So, uh, so Fall and Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers Age of Ultron. Quick synopsis. Oh, uh, Tony messes up again. Yeah, that's the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Tries to make a iron uh, pseudo-armor around the world using something he does not have an understanding of. Okay. And just see something, bam. I can do this. Goes horribly wrong. As it does. As it does. Makes probably, makes another catastrophic Omega level threat to the world in Ultron. Okay, it introduces Vision. Introduces Vision. Introduces Quicksilver uh, and Scarlet Witch. And quickly demises Quicksilver. Quickly demises Quicksilver. <laughs> quickly demises. Good. Uh, good, bad. Ultron was kind of kind of a weak link. Ultron was kind of mad at me. Yeah. Uh, like the movie I, was fine I have to disagree. Opinion, but... Oh. Oh. I, yeah. Oh. I loved Age of Ultron. I, people who trash on Age of Ultron, I don't get because I thought Age of Ultron was fantastic. Well, I, it, I don't think it was bad. I just I don't think it was great either. I think it was just kind of middle of the road. It was okay. Mm. It's one of those movies I'll sit down and eat some popcorn and watch it. It's fun to watch. Right. But I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's great either. Though. I, I kind of like what they did for the Ultron. Like it wasn't like metal was superior. Blah, 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 blah. He had reasoning behind his actions. He, he was somebody facing a decision. Like okay, yeah, you want me to protect the world, but how am I? Ha- make the world a better how the, how the hell do I do this the thing about the thing about the motivation for Ultron as a villain though is that it's it's the same typical AI bad guy motivation right. that, that's been used hundreds of times humans are a virus must extinguish the virus like how do I protect humans from themselves oh I know I killed them all yeah. or no, whatever no, you know what his, I mean like his he wasn't trying to destroy everybody that was not the plan. He wasn't trying to wipe out everything on Earth. That's he was trying like, to make a situation where they had to either adapt or survive and become stronger in the process. Right. That's more, my, my comment was more of a generalization. Right. Okay. I'm but, sorry. Either, but either way... I'm sorry. Age of Ultron is probably number two on my list it's all of good. movies. Yeah. I just, and Ultron is a big part of that. Yeah. See, I, thought, I thought Ultron was... I thought James Spader's version of Ultron was a lot cooler in the trailers because he was like a really creepy like almost like a he sounded like a creepy dude that you don't want to get in the van with and then in the movie he was almost like a one just shooting off one liners and was like a was like a comedic foil I yeah I wish they had made Ultron a little bit stronger in the film I think they, that he did not pose as serious as a threat in a lot of places that they wanted him to be more of a serious threat but. So that was a little disappointing to me, but I did enjoy it. I did think um, um, the, the Ultron did seem intimidating to me in many places. Do we wish Scarlet Witch had her uh, comic book costume? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I can see why they didn't. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Man, um, I'm still. All right, Cody, you seem to be on the ball with this. Post-credit sequence? Uh, post-credit scenes for Age of Ultron. God damn it. Uh, it is, if they're not up to task, fine. I'll do it myself. Yep. Op- uh, bald opening up, revealing the Infinity Gauntlet in all of its glory. So do you think that w- well, Okay, so clearly they may, have been, they may have been building towards Avengers from the beginning, but they weren't 
building towards Thanos from the beginning because they threw the gauntlet in Thor's. I know they retconned it later, but they threw the the gauntlet in Thor or in Odin's treasure chest. Yeah, I think originally they weren't planning the Infinity Gauntlet. They weren't planning the stones, and then when they did um, uh, did Avengers, people started kind of like, oh, this is the Mind Stone. This is the the Space Stone, and Marvel went with that and went. Yeah, that's a good idea. Let's do that. And they, I think they really retconned Loki's staff and the Tesseract as Infinity Stones. Okay. So Phase 2 closes out with Ant-Man, July 17th, 2015. Dope flick. I loved it. Okay. I enjoyed most of it. Uh, about 85% of it I enjoyed. What, um, what didn't you like? Um, I did not care for a lot of the crew that Scott Lang had. Okay. Um... I did not like a lot of them. I know they were the comic relief. They just didn't didn't do the comic relief for me, especially the uh, the Hispanic guy who did the. Um, oh, so I was talking to this guy who told me about this guy who yeah. told me about. Yeah, that's one of the scenes, and that's the scene. Like both of the times they did that joke, it fell flat for me. It didn't. I didn't like it. What about bad guy? Another evil version of the hero. Another evil version of the hero. The thing which... I. The thing I dislike, I know they had to do it to make why Ultron wasn't made by uh, Hank Pym. I hate the straight jump to Scott Lang. I sort of hate that, but I can see why they did it. Yeah, I mean, the Hank Pym story just isn't going to work in today's I don't know. They, they, they put a nod. I have something on my lips. They, they nodded to it. Like... It, I do like the fact that he actually that uh, Hank Pym was actually Ant Man in the past. We are, we're talking about the the domestic abuse storyline, right? Yeah, they they nodded to that in in the storyline. Yeah, they they did a little bit, but okay. I think it's such a big character thing for not only them but the rest of the Avengers team that's super important, and I just don't think it would have worked. Okay. I, just, I don't think it would have worked on the screen. It would not 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 in today's landscape it would have been terrible is yeah. Ant Man a, a flick we can tell Steve to skip yeah Tech, yeah uh, yeah. It, it has zero impact on the rest of the Marvel Universe so be like Steve it's good go see Infinity War and get back to it, it yeah okay. Yeah. It's, it's more of a why is Ant-Man in Civil War that's okay. that's about it right. okay speaking of start of phase 3 Captain America Civil War May 6, 2016 this, I, the second outing of the Russo brothers which one was the first one? Uh, Guardians. No, no, that's James Gunn. Oh, okay, um, sorry. Winter Soldier. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. The Civil War is probably one of my favorite Marvel movies. Okay. I okay. absolutely loved it. It's fantastic. I think it's number two for me. I enjoyed it much, but it's not a Captain America movie. I oh, still yeah. believe it is. It is Avengers three. Yeah, or 2.5. Or 2.5. It's, it's Avengers 2.5 with a capsized story at the end. Right. Yeah, it, And it's still great. Like, I'm in. Yeah, it definitely shouldn't have been called Captain America Civil War. It should have been Avengers Civil War. Or just Civil War. Well, I guess they couldn't have just called it Civil War, I guess. Well, you get a lot of very surprised reenactors going yeah. <laughs> What? A, what is this? Um, introduction of Black Panther. Yes. Yep. Uh, introduction of Spider-Man. Yep. yep. Uh, oh. More, more on vision. A little more on vision. Maybe humanizing vision. Uh, oh, go ahead. A, a character we forgot to mention that was introduced in Age of Ultron was Claw. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my favorite character from Black Panther. Yes. Yeah. Good haircut. A little bit longer on top. Right. Yes. What do you give him? 
Oh, but that, that's the that's the OG man. You got you got to give him the OG status now. Okay. Because yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, anything we all liked some wars. Anything we didn't like? Because we all kind of talk about how good these. There's got to be some stuff. I don't we think like. there was. There was a couple parts for me where the physics didn't work. Okay. Um, oh, just the, blink that away. It, yeah, I mean, it's stuff where you go. <laughs> this is a comic book movie. We're watching men in iron suits fly around. You can you can kind of shrug the laws of physics, but there's a couple places where it's like, okay, Cap really can't jump like that from that position. Um, other than that, maybe the scene at the airport was a little lackluster. Uh, what? Like when you start ta- seeing like, and to me, not like the whole action sequence was awesome. But the, the scene where the two sides are running towards each other, there is a lot of empty space there. And it felt a little incomplete to me. I kind of wanted the 90s X-Men uh, theme song to start when you were running. <laughs> that would have been amazing. <laughs> that, would, that would never have been. That would have been really sweet. Uh, okay. Okay. Anything you d- disliked? No. Even though no, no, Daniel's clearly wrong with what he did. Disliked... Not really. Just I, one thing I'd like to elaborate on that I liked most of all was the uh, how they introduced Spider-Man into the MCU this time. Like, I, like everybody's, we've seen it twice. His origin story, why is he Spider-Man? Bam, bam, bam. We, we don't. We everybody knows about Uncle Ben. Great power, great responsibility. Right. They didn't have to. They didn't do it that time. This time. Well, yeah. with, with having 300 Spider-Man movies in the past 15 years or whatever, you don't have to. Right. So bonus. So right. But, but everybody like, knows that. Even yeah. if a non-combat person knows, oh yeah, he had an uncle that died and that's the reason he's such a hero. And that sort of thing. And then the whole... The best part, though, was he had such a shitty suit. It wasn't yeah. the latex... <laughs> it was so great. It wasn't the. It wasn't like... Oh, he used made a special fiber. He lives in his aunt's uh, aunt's house. He doesn't have the funds to make a specialized suit. Is that is that the have that is that new to the movies or is that in the comic books where they give him the kind of the crappy suit first, the stocking cap and the um, it was a stocking cap, right? Or a I ski think, mask? Yeah, I think it's just a ski mask. Yeah, that mask. wasn't exact. Um, in the comic books, his wrestling uniform was similar to that when he was a professional wrestler, um, and then in Ultimates a little bit uh, at the very beginning. Okay. Um, like, or there's a, uh, I think there's once where his suit gets destroyed and he doesn't have an, another replacement suit that he does something kind of sketch like that again in Ultimate Universe. So they also introduced uh, Crossbones, a fairly formidable force in the Marvel Universe. More for like your street level heroes, but he actually kills um, uh, Rogers, right? In Civil War. Didn't he uh, take the killing blow? Yeah, he's the sniper that kills Rogers after Civil War. So once again, they introduce him and just kind of throw him away. That's one thing I don't really like about Marvel movies. I think they're doing that to just like, oh, it's so we're not we're not doing the exact same thing in the comics. I think it was more of that sort of situation. Yeah, I don't have any problem with any of the villains dying. Really, I mean, there's a couple that I would like to see survive that that need a, you know I wanted more out of, but. Overall, like you don't want to have, you don't want to turn this into a TV show, where the the villain gets away on his helicopter, you know, twirling his mustache. No, but why can't we lock? Why can't we lock? Oh, is this the return of half stash? Our super villain. <laughs> uh, uh, but why can't why can't we lock him up? I mean, why do we got to kill him? That we way we, can we have locked him up. Abomination's still in a prison somewhere. 
judging your reaction. I'm trying to get infinity secrets from you. Every time you say, I, I, I'm not every, saying exactly. Every nothing. time you say something, I look at your eyes. I, I, I don't want to talk about infinity. I really don't. You notice how he brought up abomination? No one talked about it. I wonder. No, no, I brought up abomination because you uh, said like, oh, why can't we lock up our villains? They have locked up their villains. We still have Hammer. He's still in the universe from Iron Man Two. Just Hammer. He's still alive. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they allude to him in Agents of Shield, so he's still out there doing weapon stuff. That's fair. But Crossbones could have came into the the Netflix show, not anymore. Yeah, I mean, I would like some crossover on that. Like that would have been really cool to see somebody, you know, link the Netflix and the MCU. I really want that to happen. Okay, uh, any, Civil War coming to an end. Anything else, Cody? You're up. What's, uh, oh, oh, uh, we forgot to do uh, Ant Man's. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, post credit. Uh, Ant Man's post credit scenes is setting up for Civil War. It's showing Bucky and the Vice, so he can't go at rip caps throw it out because he's mind control. Okay, what's the? You're right, but what's the mid credit scene? Mid credit scene is. I don't remember that one. I think he's given the he. Oh no! Showing. Uh, I, 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 yes, I, I'm ready for you. And showing the wasp suit. Okay. Setting what, up for Ant-Man and the wasp. You are correct. What's the post, what's the mid credit scene in Civil War? Crap, that's uh, I'm terrible with post credit scenes. mid credit scene, I think, is Parker with, like, no, that's the end credit scene? That's the end credit scene, yes. With the, what, with the home video camera thing, or? No, the... The flashlight, like where he's got like, yeah, I got hit by a guy, a big guy, a guy from uh, Brooklyn or something. He's talking to Aunt May, explaining why he has a black eye and stuff. Oh, and then he's like having to cover up his belt because it's doing the Spider-Man signal onto the roof. You're on the feed so far, but what's the mid-credit scene? Mid-credit scene is Cap coming out of the shadows, and you see, you see him like, we're getting out of here, and basically doing the whole. Or no, that's actually the end. Yep. Mid credit scene. Think about what they do. Bucky loses an arm. Nope. They're in Wakanda. Yep. They're in Wakanda. Like I think I should go back underneath ice for a while until I can trust myself in my own head. He's got the arm off, and he's like, "I'd like to see them try." And then all the glory of Wakanda with the giant uh, panther statue. I gotta Which, admit that, that was wasn't awesome. in the Black Panther movie, was it? Yes, it was. Okay. Do you think, because one of the, in Civil War, real quick, before we move on to the next one, in Civil War, one of his key phrases was the word homecoming. Do you think that was just a tongue-in-cheek nod to the Spider-Man movie coming up? Probably. Okay. I think that's that's kind of, that Marvel would know that. And okay. uh, I've got something for uh, from Tyler, right. who, who's messaging us. Um, oh, God, and, yeah, he and, sent that to me. And Tyler says, uh, in Guardians 1, they say that Peter is some form of ancient race, but don't know what. In the sequel, you learn that he's a celestial. Uh, how do they n- not know that is what he is since nowhere where the Collector is is in a hollowed-out celestial head? They know... I think he. I think he's misunderstanding. They know yeah. of what the celestials are. They just didn't know what Peter was. Right. I think so, too. Like... The celestials are, are wide and varied. Like, not no two celestials are the same. Plus, celestials made an appearance in Thor, the first Thor. Right? Wasn't there, like, a flashback to... Um, they were showing... It was, like, on a screen behind... No, it was Guardians, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Guardians yeah. showing the use of the Power Stone. Right, okay, sorry. I'll show up. 
Uh, and I think the whole celestial thing, maybe they didn't understand because there was compulsory. Ego was just claiming to be a celestial, I thought. Yeah, I don't think Ego was actually a celestial. We just have to trust him at his word that, oh, I'm a celestial, so I have to yeah. trust me, blah, blah, blah. Hey, we don't get that far yet. Okay, I'm sorry, sorry. Okay. I thought Ego was a celestial. No, he claims to be, but there's discrepancy of whether he actually was or not. Yeah, I don't think on the comic books he's a celestial. Oh, okay. I'm going to Google it, but... Okay. It's Cosmic Marvel. Well, we got one movie before that, so hang right, on. Right. You, you do the thing. Uh, I can right. Google. All right, you Google. Okay, uh, next film, uh, November 4th, 2016, Doctor Strange. Don't flick. By a director that I really like. I think he's really cool. He's a super nice guy. He makes really good movies. Exorcism, was, Exorcism of Emily Rose, Sinister, really good movie. Uh... Uh, quick synopsis basically Tony Stark is a doctor we all, who's, we all, the, who's the director? Scott Derrickson okay. um, will we all agree he's basically Tony Stark is a doctor? Tony Stark is a doctor start with you. arrogant yeah. instead of using technology and stuff he uses magic to fix himself to, to, well, to well, replace we're what just, we're just we're not so much like we're just talking about the beginning part before he turns into Doc Strange right yeah. he's, he's, he's basically he's just an arrogant douchebag yeah. Does a does, does a spot on Hugh Laurie's Doctor House? Fuck accent. yeah, he does. It's awesome. Have you ever watched it? I I I watched it on Netflix and closed my eyes, and it literally sounds just like House. Um, I like the introduction of magic. I thought the visuals were really cool. I have to say, Doctor Strange probably the best special effects to date on any of the movies. Yeah. The level and the mysticism they put behind that. that and the whole the thing with them drawing the magic. Sucked. <laughs> drawing the magic circles in the air to represent his magic, I think it's just the bomb. Yeah, like the the whole uh the, like the whole aesthetic aesthetics for the whole thing was gorgeous. Um the different sequences they did with like the turning stuff uh, like yeah, it was that. it oh. was just like inception all over again for me yeah, yeah, yeah. and i loved it but like inception with 12 of these inception, yeah. inception like on cocaine yeah yeah <laughs> but uh, it was sweet i love mads <laughs> i love mads mickelson's character i don't know how comic book accurate his character is but i love i love anything mads mickelson's do, does yeah. um i did not like the, the introduction of the cape i thought that was very avant costello where he puts it on and he goes one way, the cape's like, "No, you're going this way." And there, I, I, I like that stuff. Couldn't care for that. Uh, you just you don't have a heart, so you don't like comedy. So well, well, no, I did like the comedy <laughs> when uh, when when Strange first meets Mads. He goes, "My name's Doctor Something." He goes, "Okay, Doctor." What was that line? I don't remember. Okay, never mind. I can't just pull it out like that. Okay, sorry. Um, uh, Ma- uh, Mamu. Dumamu. How comic accurate is that? Pretty good. Um, Visualization. Appearance-wise, not much, but it's kind of hard to do him, I think. Okay. He's, um, just, he's had so many varying um, appearances, too. Yeah. yeah. You like can't, You can't narrow him down to just one. Iconic. You have the classic, he has a high collar and just a flaming head and a purple unitard. Well, bef- well that's not even his, his, his original costume. That isn't? No, his original costume, he had a flaming pumpkin head. Well, I guess I understand why they changed that. Well, yeah. Dormammu was actually played by Benedict Cumberbatch. Was he? Yep. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Now, he played Strange and Dormammu. That's yeah. amazing. Uh, is there any? Is there any uh, little sneaky peeks at characters in this movie? I don't know much about this. World, um, so. not really. We get Wong and Baron Modo. We get a look at the I think the um, Avengers Tower too when they're going through New York. Yeah. Who's who's? Uh, oh, oh, sorry. 
Uh, there is uh, there is a reference to Civil War. Okay. Uh, when he gets the call in the car uh, before he has his accident, that's them calling that they need somebody to look at roads because he broke his back. Remember? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And they actually they actually call Strange out in Civil War when when uh, Thunder not Thunderbird Redbird not Redbird uh, Falcon Falcon brings that guy up on the roof and Johansson and Chris Evans are up there and they're and he's like yeah you guys think you're the only ones. And we, we've got eyes on this. We've got eyes on uh, uh, Stephen or Doctor or Stephen Doctor Stephen Strange or whatever. But that was before that movie. So like they they knew it, it was before. Well, the no, movie. you're not talking about Civil War. You're talking about Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Right? Yeah, Sorry. Winter Soldier. Right, where Winter they're Soldier. like, you think we're, you're the only one we have eyes on, and it's showing uh, New York. And then yeah, you're right. They did the. They called Stephen Strange out, but it was before the movie. It was before the actual. It was before the movie came out, but it was actually before in the timeline of the. So they knew something was going on with him before it actually happened. That's interesting. Or they just might allude to the places that have the that had the wizards in it. Okay. The way to retcon without saying like, oh, he was there before that. Why is he? Yeah. All right, uh, Cody, you're up. Uh, in credit scene is Mordu. Am I saying his name? He, he's... Mordo. Baron Mordo. Or just Mordo. Uh, there's too many wizards in this world and basically taking that one dude's magic. So, yeah, who is that character? Is he a colorful character or is he made up for the movie? The one that gets killed? Yeah, or... it says Jonathan Pagborn. Not that I'm aware of. I'm not, I don't... He doesn't okay. sound familiar to me. Okay. So what's the mid-credit, mid-credit, mid-credit scene? Mid-credit scene is him talking with Thor and setting up for Thor 3. Okay. All right, so moving on. Uh, you have the infinite filling mug of ale, right? Yeah, yeah ale. Yeah. And he's like, uh, I have a list of people, and your brother is on that list that we're not allowed on this planet. As soon as we get my father, we'll be on our way. Great. Is that just from Ragnarok? Yeah, it's the exact same scene. Oh, it's the same scene? It pretty oh, much, okay. almost word for word, and they change a few things out. They were probably filming Ragnarok at the time and just shoved it in there. Too. Right. Now that, I like that scene because that's very close to something that happens in North mythology. Uh, so the next movie, uh, 2017, May 5th, 2017, sees Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yes. Less one, good than the original. Oh, that one was rough. It wasn't, I don't think it was bad. I just don't think it was as, it held up to the original one. I was not a super fan of that one. I, I think I it was pretty low. trying to ride the high train of Guardians 1. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of it for me was the comedy fell flat. Like, the yeah. characters they chose to use as the comic relief in this one just... Drax. I didn't find the yeah. I didn't find the jokes funny. Like Drax was, his jokes in Guardians One were good. They were real good, but Drax in this one, the jokes weren't funny. And then you brought in Mantis, who had the exact same set of humor, and it just didn't work for me. I, the best though, the best line in that movie, comedy wise, that I did enjoy from Drax was, "You are beautiful on the inside." That that was my favorite Drax moment. If they had kept basically it, basically telling her she's ugly. Yeah, like yeah, kept it at funny. that level, I would fine. But like we have a buddy, uh, Jeff, and he's like, I just wanted to kill Drax. Drax talked way too much that movie. Absolutely, there was way too much Drax in that. I didn't care for the sound. I didn't. Maybe it's because I didn't know most of the songs on the soundtrack. I knew most of the songs on the soundtrack on the original. This one, I, I to this day, I couldn't tell you a single song on the new soundtrack. Can you? Not as good. It was it's, not as good. They're trying to go with the same theme. It didn't quite work. Yeah, I also really disliked how they killed Yondu. 
he dies for no reason in that movie. I did like the. I did like. I'm sure I'm not the only one. I did like the. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Yeah, that was pretty. <laughs> funny. Then I'm Mary Poppins. Uh, I love seeing Ego's face, the actual planet size face. I wish they would have done more. And of all the of all the directors, James Gunn would be the one ballsy enough to do more with it. I was a little disappointed he didn't. Uh, anything, Snyder? Anything else? No, that's it. It was okay. It wasn't great. I don't think it was terrible. It was just another yeah. middle of the road popcorn movie. I don't think I've seen it, it since. It, it showed that they actually have feelings in there, to degree. Like the whole, uh, whole rocket sort of sub story and that thing. Like you think you're big and bad, or with him and uh, Yondu. I, that was some of my favorite scenes. That, that, those are the parts I like the most. Yeah, yeah him and Yondu those. scenes. Like like him like. Like, oh, you just, you want to be the tough guy. He's like, oh, and then Yonchu's background, he's like, oh, my God, Yondu's had it bad and stuff like that. I like the running gag with Taserface. <laughs> yes, Taserface was awesome. Now, do you guys know the story of that name? I do not. I think it was Rob Liefeld. I could, do not quote me on that, but whoever drew it, I think it was Liefeld, was drawing this character and looked over at his daughter and said, what should we call this guy? I need a character name. And the daughter said Taserface. So he's like, okay. So that was like he named this, and it's a dumb. Even he's like, it's kind of not really a good name, and they clearly made fun of that. But that was because of his daughter. Okay. Said that, so. All right, I can get behind that. It just it's more set up like why is Thanos such a big bad? I gotta gotta to degree, and then uh, I guess to explain what the hell to leave, answer the question. Okay, so who was Quill's father? That sort of thing. I guess. Oh, and then and then plushy little Groot's. Yeah, I didn't care for that stuff. I'm so glad he's grown up better. I now. liked Teenager Groot. That was pretty entertaining. For yes, me. when like his whole room was covered. Yeah, was that a puberty joke? Yeah, I think I so. Think so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I, I thought it was pretty good. I was trying to say that as PG as I you, could. You you kind of did it well. Okay, thank yeah. you. Okay, uh, Cody, you're up. You already did one of them. You did the scene where where it's Groot as a teenager. I am Groot. Gotcha. He's like, you need to clean the up. attitude. Yeah, he's like, hey. <laughs> And then two is showing the classic Guardians, showing with Sylvester. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, showing Sylvester Stallone. Uh, uh, showing Sylvester Stallone. Like, I'm so glad we're back together. <laughs> okay. Uh, back together. I think now there's, that... there's four of them in this movie. Yeah. Uh, fourth one yeah. is. I can't remember his name because he's sort of a throwaway character. Uh, Yondu, second in command. He's got the head. Craglin. Uh, Craglin. I only head... know that because I'm reading. I'm not pretending like I do that. So. <laughs> Trying to learn how to use the head fiend, and then uh, Drax gets stabbed with the arrow, and then he runs off. That's James Gunn's brother. That is? That's James Craglin. Gunn's brother. Okay. Craglin. Uh, then... I didn't. I, I actually didn't know that. And then fourth, kind of sad that they didn't do something before, is uh, them showing, what the hell's their names? The Golden People. The introducing uh, scene. Yeah, for uh, yeah, the one with Adam Warlock in it. Yeah, like yeah. it's showing like this is my probably the best, the most most perfect being we ever made. I will call him Adam, and showing basically a golden sarcophagus looking thing, and she made something. Isn't he like an extremely overpowered character in the comic books? He is super powerful. To the point where he barely is in any comic books because he's so overpowered. He's basically he's like Superman, more OP Superman. Yeah, cosmic Superman. Yeah, like a cosmic Superman, that's the way to put that. Oh, continue. Keep, keep talking. Yeah, Adam Warlock is super powerful, especially like 
can see it from um, uh, main control over the Infinity Gauntlet and the Infinity Stones, over all the characters that hold them, uh, he's probably the one who's the second best to Thanos. Right. 